This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to pokernight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bet Rivers Network for our Champions League Future Show. What a show we have got lined up for you today. A star-studded panel of some of Bet Rivers' very best handicappers. Uh, I'll introduce, first of all, the main man, Mr. Nigel Seeley. How are you, sir? Very good, Harry. Looking forward to this one. Looking forward to working with a couple of fellas. Never, never worked them before and looking forward to... What promises to be a fantastic season in the Champions League. I think it's probably the most exciting Champions League we've had for a long time. Lots of question marks about the tops in the in the in the, in the betting, and could we have some shock winners like we we've had in, the, in probably last year if Real Madrid get winning the tournament? So yes, looking forward to it. Brilliant stuff. Also joining us, uh, Steve Wiss, who does uh, our French league coverage. Steve, how are you? Really good, thanks, Harry. Hope you're doing well. Uh, excited to be part of this panel today. I think it's going to be a great season in the Champions League as well. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, there are plenty of mouthwatering groups and we're going to get on to that uh, in a minute. But just to uh, finish up introducing the rest of the panel, uh, RJ, who covers uh, Liga Mexico and has been doing uh, some of our Champions League stuff uh, so far. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Uh, great to be with you guys. As Nigel said, I'm looking forward to working with uh, with a lot of you guys who I haven't worked with before and uh, looking forward to continue the success with, with Champions League and looks like a tasty, uh, tasty menu here. Brilliant stuff. And also <laughs> joining us uh, from a hotel by a lovely Italian beach. That's why you can see random people walking in behind him. Uh, Daniele Fisichella, how are you, my friend? Hi, hi, hi everyone. As yes, I'm at the beach, uh, southeast of Sicily. That's where I do my holidays, but I'll be back in England soon. Well, I've been watching the football, obviously, this week while on holiday. Yes, finally, it's almost Champions League week. And, you know, it's great to have four Italian teams. Will an Italian team win it? I don't think so, but the price is quite huge if you if you check on Bet Rivers at the moment. Brilliant stuff. Let's get into it then. Uh, without any further ado, let's come to you, Nigel. First, on the outright winners market, who has caught your eye? Who represents good value? What have you got for us? Well, I think obviously the competition is is, is dominated by the, the, the one team really, and it's Manchester City at a very short price of plus two fifty. I don't think anyone on the panel would argue that Manchester City is certainly the, the team to beat in this competition. Um, I think they've been knocking on the door for so long, got to the final, obviously. Uh, didn't get the win when they should have probably got the win in that very boring final. Chelsea did a job on them. Uh, last season, they're still be thinking how they ever got beaten by Real Madrid. I still can't believe it. I think when I mean, you were working on the game, Harry, I, couldn't, I can't believe now. And they seem to have bought the player that they think could bring the Champions League to the Etihad this season in Haaland. 
Um, they are the team to beat. They certainly are the side that uh, everyone wants to. You, 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 everyone, if you did a straw poll, that you'd say that they would decide that everyone would say would be the team they would expect to win it. But they've let us down so many times at short odds. They've got some kind of mental pressure. Have they got this kind of sort of psychological thing that pep the pressure's on them to win this competition? They can win the, the Premier League. But as we've seen so many times in the competition, it's one thing we saw last season as well in these competitions and in cup competitions in general. Best teams don't necessarily win cups. Best teams win leagues over 42 matches, over 40 matches a season. Best teams will, the best will rise to the top. But in matches, uh, in the cup competition, anything can happen, an off day. And I think we've really got to think about the World Cup implications here as well. You know, how we how we look now and the players that are coming back from the World Cup, if certain players are injured or certain players are going to be, there's always casualties at World Cup. And I think we're going to come in that crucial time and look at Man City squad will be big enough to, to cover. And you've got to remember, Harden doesn't go into the World Cup. So that is a, a big advantage for them as well. So they are the side, side I would bet. Paris Saint-Germain, I, I'd probably leave more the, the, the French side to Steve. He's the expert on that field. But they're the team I think everyone's talking about now. Uh, but very similar to Manchester City. Them and the, the Champions League, they let you down. You know, they've got all the players. You, you, at the moment, there's a bit of harmony in the team, but that could all change in six weeks. Or so. You know, it's, it's, it's a time bomb waiting to happen sometimes with Paris Saint-Germain. You don't know what's happening. But the top two in the market are certainly the two that you, I feel deserve to be in the top market but from a betting perspective would I bet Man City at plus 250 not a chance would I bet Paris Saint-Germain at five no I wouldn't so I've got to look further down in the betting and the team that I've already bet them I bet them at the start of the season because I felt that they would be the improvers uh, and I thought if they get a favourable draw which they've been given they've got to the Champions League final before they're on the upward curve, and I think the value in this competition is Tottenham at 17 to 1, which is the best price with Bet Rivers in the whole of the market. I think the manager is for me up there with the best in the world. You know, I think he's I think he knows he's a proven winner. You can see the difference they're making at, at Tottenham. The group is favorable. They've been to the final before. They're a much better team. They've got goals in the side, they're stronger defensively. And the one thing about them, they've got a bit of bite about them now. Two games in the Premier League already this season have gone 1-0 behind and they fought back and won. They wouldn't have never done that uh, previously, Tottenham. And um, I think at, the t- at this moment in time, Tottenham are the value. I don't think there's much between Tottenham and Liverpool. I don't think there's much between Tottenham and Chelsea. I think Tottenham are a better side than Chelsea. And yet, Liverpool are 7-1, to one, Tottenham are 17-1, to one, and Tottenham are, four to, uh, Tottenham are 17-1 to one, and Chelsea are 14-1. to one. Uh, So, I know it's not going to be very nice for you to hear, Harry, sitting there, a stone's throw from the Emirates with your red and white wallpaper and your, your underpants on with the, up the Gunners. But uh, I, I think that uh, Tottenham here at 17 to 1 are the best value bet as we stand in the best price in the world with Bet Rivers currently. Steve, I noticed that in the group you put Tottenham down as well as a, as a bet. Um, do you want to add to add to it? Is there anything that you think? Uh, well, tell talk to us through your thinking as well, because I'm still not convinced by Tottenham. But that's that, even without the bias. Antonio Conte's record, I'm sure, as Daniela Daniele would tell us, in Europe is not that great. So I'm interested to know why you guys are so strong on Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, I've I've actually got two picks in this outright market, and that is um, Tottenham as well, but seventeen to one. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm going with nationality of winner French at plus 500. I'll talk about PSG in a minute. But just on Tottenham, and I think we've got to address sort of the negative first, because I'm sure there's several people watching and listening, even the host here of the show, 
might be thinking, what on earth are you doing taking Spurs? Are they going to do a Spursy sort of thing? Because let's be honest, when was the last time they won a trophy? I can't remember the last time they won a trophy. Maybe maybe Nigel can. Um, it was. Always, I think it was two thousand and they won a Carabao Cup, didn't they? They won a the League Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah, they won the Carabao Cup. Twenty ten or something. Anyway, yeah. So they, they're known for not winning stuff or bottling it. They were terrible in the Champions League final against Liverpool, weren't they? But I think something's changed at Spurs in the last year or two. They've got a manager in Conte who he's a serial winner, isn't he? I know there's some doubts about him in Europe, but. I feel like now that if they did get deep in the competition, then they could actually give you a better run for your money. And the most important thing, let's have a look. They've got a really nice draw. They should cruise the group. They can't meet another English side till the quarterfinals. I think that's a massive plus. And if you get to the quarterfinals as a, with a 17 to one shot in your bag, you know, you can't ask for too much more, can you? So I think they, I agree with Nigel. I think they're a great value pick. And my other selection is uh, nationality of winner French. This is basically the same price as PSG, but you might as well take this bet uh, just in case OM uh, were to go a little bit deep. And you might as well have them in the book, every little helps, you know, in betting. But PSG, for me, um, they've got the manager now who is a great communicator in Christophe Galtier. There's a lot more harmony in the team. And Nigel said it can change down, you know, throughout the whole season. But uh, this lot, they've been trying to win this competition for ages. It's their number one priority. They're going to have the league sewn up by the World Cup so they can focus entirely on it after Christmas. And if they keep the, the, the front three fit, which, you know, that's a big question mark in itself because Messi and Neymar are a bit made of cotton wool at times, then I think they go massively close. I really do. It's, this, I mean, it pains me to say it. I'm a Marseille man, but I think PSG... Uh, I've got a massive, massive chance this season. Got to be honest. RJ, I'll come to you because you, you also went with PSG as well. Um, does and and I'm just asking the question. Does mm-hmm. the fact that Christophe Gaultier is their manager now and maybe he's not one of the household names in Europe, does that change things for you? Do you think that's affected the odds? I think it has, but I think the the reason why I went with PSG is because of of the the recent years, the experience that they've gained over the last few years, and I think just the the outright raw talent that they have uh, to, to really to really raise this trophy. Um, as as Steve said, um, you know Neymar. You, I think you put it softly. You said he's made a cotton. I think he's potentially made a glass. But um, I think if if they have the internal um, because I, I know there was issues with 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 Neymar and, and Mbappe about who's taking penalties and, and more like the the dominance like who's the dominant role or who's the face of the team. I feel like there's some inter like personal issues going on there. But from the perspective of how they look already in the beginning of the season, the talent, the experience they've gained over the last few years, and as you said, the the coaching uh, the coaching change. I think at plus five hundred, this is my this is my favorite team um in this in this champions league and i expect them to if they stay healthy uh make a make a very deep run and raise a trophy daniele let's come to you because you've gone with two different teams that haven't even been mentioned yet so interested to get your thoughts well i think obviously no doubt about manchester city being the huge favorite but if you're talking about odds yes there is no value really in them as nigel explained as i think there is no value in even picking the nationality of winner England, which pays minus 118. I went for Bayern Munich, which pays plus 700, uh, mainly for two reasons. Uh, First of all, because in a very strange season like the one with the World Cup, the league that has got the shorter 
uh, fixtures because in Bundesliga there are only 18 teams instead of 20 there's only one competition cup competition instead of two I think they could have a bit of an advantage here you know playing less game in a very busy schedule in a very busy year that means maybe Bayern Munich comes to March when obviously there are the knockout games and they are more rested and perhaps they might already won the league by then or virtually won the league you know they had they are they're off to a flying start i think they scored 15 or 16 in the last uh, in the first three games in bundesliga they overly strengthen and they can take advantage of the fact that yes the play is going to be slightly more uh, rested uh, i think they have improved the squad after all and i think you know the second year with uh, under under julian nagelsmann obviously they're gonna they're gonna improve but my second pick and this is more of a fascination one it's barcelona i know it, it pays an awful lot plus 1900 so obviously they are a right outsider and they are in the same group as bayern munich which means they cannot meet once they qualify, if they both qualify in the knockout Inter. Why is this a fascination? Because this is a very young team. It's a team that's been improving under Xavi. Uh, they got a great striker in Lewandowski and they got a great midfield, which could be the future of European football and the Spanish football in the years to come. So these are my two right picks. Obviously, no doubt about the other favorites that you mentioned, Manchester City, PSG. But if you're looking for a little bit of value and very strong side, I don't trust Tottenham, to be fair, because I think Premier League is a grueling league and Tottenham are going to be in the fight, maybe for the title, for the top four until the end. And, you know, when you look at the English sides, it is true that they've dominated European football recently, but in the last 10 seasons, only three English sides have won the Champions League. Why the odds are so high for English sides to win the trophy? Maybe because a lot of bettors are in the British market. So I think maybe the bookmakers could be influenced on that. But, you know, this could be an angle. But yeah, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, that's my pick. It's also worth noting as well, the fact that it's only been three is because Real Madrid have been so dominant. It doesn't necessarily mean the other leagues have, have sort of been uh, as powerful. Real Madrid as a club in isolation have been incredibly dominant. Let's move on to the group stages then. Um, I think every single one of you uh, has gone with Napoli uh, to get through uh, the group. Uh, I'll come back to you, Daniele, because you're our Italian uh, football man. Why are you so confident? Is it the signing of Cvaradona that's done it for you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we have underestimated Napoli a lot this summer. And at least we saw in Serie A, they've got a very competitive starting eleven. Yes, of course, they missed Koulibaly, Mertens, Insignia, they'll sold it. But, you know, the starting eleven Napoli with the addition of Cravescelia, also with the signing on Dombele, Raspadori, Simeone, they still got Osimen unless Man United snatched him up for an millions as it's been talked is a very 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 good side very well drilled uh, by Spalletti they have scoring a lot of goals they got experience you know last year they finished comfortably third but I feel they could even won the league if they had a better form the question mark here is how good they're going to be as soon as the rotation starts, as soon as they have to play every three weeks. So, every, sorry, every 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 week they have to play three games. That's, that's, that's the real issue because so far they've been flying and I'm expecting them to get to the 6th of September when the first game of the Champions League starts and probably be on 100% record in Italy because they got a very a favorable uh, draw. And if you look at the group, of course, Liverpool are tipped to be uh, group winners 
Ajax, uh, have they got, they seem to me sometimes a little bit naive. Last year, they were the great entertainers, but then they were knocked out by Benfica, who shut the door against them and they couldn't really uh, find the uh, solution. Again, a lot of changes. They, lot of, they lost a lot of star players this season. They might lose Anthony as well. And then they got Rangers in the, in the group, which I think they can demonstrate that during the years they can dog out results. There is the Ibrox factor. There is the comeback factor when they play in Ibrox, but this is over two legs. Over a six games group, I'm not sure how much this uh, could count. And also, you know, for them to qualify, it pays a lot, plus 750, which is which I think is great. It's a great price. But the Scottish League for them is going to be demanding as well because they need to catch up Rangers and Rain. Uh, sorry, they need to catch up Celtic. And Celtic have been dominant last season. So can they actually win the Scottish title and play well in Europe? I'm not sure. That's why I like Napoli to qualify, although it pays minus 106. So it might not seem great, but I think uh, I think they got good chances. Nigel, your thoughts on Group A? Yeah, I'm all over Napoli to qualify. Uh, minus 106 for, to, from a betting perspective as well as the, the football perspective. The betting perspective here is I think Liverpool are too short. I think Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool are great this season. I think they're missing Mane. I think Klopp is making excuses already for the performances. I think sometimes he's losing the plot. I think they're a side that are, are going backwards. I really do. I think Ajax are in, involved in a title race. In, in that's not going to be easy for them. I think PSV are going to put a big challenge up for them this season in the in the over in uh, in in Holland. And the other thing for for Napoli as well, and I don't want to mention this, Daniele, but the Italians don't have to go to World Cup. So the players, the Italian players are going to not have the problems of the World Cup. So that should help when they come back for the the matches later on. I think the Italian side in the knockout stage would have a huge advantage over some of the teams because they're not playing the World Cup competition. Uh, The the group would probably be It'll be, it'll be sorted by them, won't it? The group but they will be, be done. done. Before... They will be done yeah. before yeah. the so, World Cup. Yeah. But I think in the lockout stages, when you get through Nap- that, will help the the Italian sides. Um, but I also think Napoli at home, Diego Maradona Stadium is a very raucous place. You don't want to want to fancy going there. And I don't. I think the teams are going to struggle there. So at home, I think they're going to get to pick up points. I think they're going to get draws. You know, wins against games that they're not expected to do. And um, yeah, I think I think Ajax a, a, a backward price. I think Liverpool are far too short. And I'd make Napoli the definitely the bet here to qualify. But that's one of that's probably my strongest pick of all the groups. Napoli to qualify at minus one hundred six. Yeah, I mean anything to add from the other two guys? I know you both pick Napoli as well, so I don't want to go over the same ground, but is there anything that you think's been missed that you kind of want to add to the equation? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a really interesting group. Um Rangers, by the way, don't underestimate them. They will take some points off teams in this group. I wouldn't be completely shocked if Liverpool didn't qualify. And that's, that might sound a mad thing to say. But if Ajax were stronger, I would actually be looking to bet against Liverpool to qualify in from this group. I think Napoli win the group. Um, but I think it's probably maybe the best group out of all of them. You know, there's going to be points dropped everywhere. I like what I see from Napoli at the moment this season. That young Georgian lad who I'm not even going to try and pronounce is <laughs> uh, hell. He's going to be obviously a hell of a player. And um, but yeah, they they look a great price. And uh, but yeah, I, I don't like Liverpool much in this group. I don't really like Ajax. I think they're a great price to qualify. Yeah, the only thing I'll I'll add, uh, Harry, if you, if if you will, is um, so as you said, I think this is a this is a fun group. I think Liverpool's going backwards as well. Uh, I agree with Nigel there. Um, I, I think Napoli's top two guaranteed. Uh, but one thing I'll add, and I don't know if you all saw this this morning, but there's rumors now that um, Ronaldo's agent and Napoli are now having conversations about a about a move for for him over to Napoli. 
That's a negative. That's a negative. I'll say rather than a positive. Asiman going to Asiman going the other side. Yeah. So yeah, I. I, You know what though? I think Ronaldo gets a lot of lot of grief from the media. Right? They always kind of poke on him when uh, you know he's he's got a a sulk on his face or when he's sitting on the bench. But he does a lot. I think you know in pregame and and a good locker room guy. So obviously Ronaldo's Ronaldo, but I think that'd be interesting if if he made the move over to uh, to Napoli. Want to throw that out there? Yeah, it would be interesting indeed. He, he's always a good acquisition at the beginning. It's when he starts to drain on your resources that it becomes a problem. As Juventus will know, at the start it was a great mm-hmm. signing, and after, over time it, it went sour. Um, let's move on to Group B. The only one of you with a, a pick really from Group B was Daniele. So I'll come back to you, Daniele. Just conscious of going through all the groups, so we will jump. Oh, I had one here as well. I had the same as Daniele. We had the same pick. All right. So, yeah, but um, Daniel, you, you take it away. You go first, Daniel. Because this is very leveled as a group, so very quickly. You could choose any winner, and really it's good money, but Porto to win the group is around plus three to five. Uh, you know, it's very similar to the group they had last year. They were beaten by Atletico Madrid in the last game. And Porto always seems to have easy groups in the Champions League. Again, it's pretty much the same team as last year. So is Atletico with the, with the acquisition of Morata and Molina. They got a solid 11, but I wonder whether Atletico have kind of lost the spark a little bit. Although, be mindful because last season, in the last 16, they kept Manchester City at bay and they could have actually qualified in the second leg with a little bit more of luck. Interesting Leverkusen, who finished third in the Bundesliga last season. They got good goal scorers in Schick, who scored 24 last season. Also Moussa Diaby, still 23 years old. Bruges, bit of a question mark without the Cateler, without Openda. How competitive they're going to be? Last year they were in a tough in a tough group with Man City, PSG, but did all right. But I think uh, I think Porto here, I fancy Porto. They seem to be very very competitive. Nigel, big yeah, I like Porto as well. Yeah, plus three twenty-five. I like them a lot. I think again for the reasons I said about from the betting from from Liverpool minus four dollars to in Group A, and Liverpool Madrid at minus one eighteen is a team that I I I, well, I want to fade. Um, I think they've lost a little bit of their their fear factor. Uh, I know they like to go in the face and ruffle up teams, and that's really what they tried to do against Manchester City. I think teams can counterattack that now. Uh, Simeone is. Um, maybe lost it tactically. I think he, he's, he's used to make it so defensively and so hard to break them down. To lose 2-0 at home uh, last week against uh, Villarreal is a, is a big concern for me. So uh, I'll be worried about that. And Leverkusen have been absolutely dreadful at the start of the German Bundesliga. Conceding yeah. goals for fun, absolutely terrible. They will improve. But I think Porto, again, um, I think their domestic season will pretty much, I mean, it's going to be, between them and Benfica, I think they'll have that sewn up pretty much uh, between the two of those, and that you know they'll turn it on on the big games. And so I think that uh, Porto uh, here at bigger than three to one represent the value to win the group. Same as Daniele. Brilliant. Uh, to kick off Group D, then uh, let's go to RJ, and then we'll come to Steve. RJ, what have you got for us from Group D? Yeah, so for Group D, it, it's it's certainly a, a, a square play. I think any average Joe could could kind of pick this one out. Uh, but in my opinion. Um, I really like Tottenham. There's no value. All right. I'll be, I'll be frank. There's, there's no value at minus 250. But, uh, you know, I just think the way they're performing, um, you know, where Charleston was added, Conte's obviously at the helm. We, we talked about how he struggled uh, on the European stage. Domestically, there's, there's no doubt he's a proven winner. And I, I normally don't take anything less than minus 130 uh, on any play that I pick. But I, I look at this almost like boxing. Sometimes you see a clear favorite. 
you know, you, you just have to take it. And, and I figure as though if, if there is one play that I have that has a very, very high probability of being a winner, uh, it's, it's definitely this. Um, I, I know we, we've heard some some doubts from others about uh, Tottenham. Do we believe in them? Um, and, and we need to see more, right? Like, like the, the game against Wolves last weekend, Wolves is a tough team, right? They, they have close, competitive, tight-knit matches, and, and Tottenham was able to squeak out a win. So I was happy to see that. But I think this team's gelling, and um, I think there's, there's a good future ahead of them um, in, this, uh, in, this, in this round at the very least. Steve, let's come to you uh, for some insight on Marseille, who you've picked uh, from this group. Talk to us a little bit about it. I'll just first of all, I'll talk about a parlay I've got actually, which involves uh, Tottenham to win the group uh, and also Porto and AC Milan to qualify at plus 194. I think that's a nice little combo there, uh, plus money. But I think Marseille can definitely qualify out of this group. I think Spurs will win it fairly comfortably. But the pot one team for this group was Eintracht Frankfurt. And let's be honest, everyone wanted them. They're the weakest side in pot one by a million miles because they won the Europa League. And the other team in this group was Sporting Lisbon, who are the third weakest, sorry, the th- only the third strongest Portuguese team. I don't think they're particularly great. Second place is bang up for grabs. I really want to take on Eintracht Frankfurt. To be honest, in general, I want to be taking on most of the German sides apart from Bayern Munich. I just don't think they're that great. To be honest, I think that a lot of the other German sides are often quite soft defensively. You can get at them. And I think Marseille's price to qualify is plus 180 here. I think there's every chance with Marseille. have got a new manager, Igor Tudor, this year. They're playing a new system. They've got some good uh, wing-backs um, on the on the cards. Jonathan Klaus, uh, Tavares on loan from Arsenal has started really well. Alexis Sanchez has come in. They've actually done well in the transfer market in the last two or three weeks, to be honest, Harry. And um, I think they can surprise a few people. This is a perfect draw for them, really. They couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, as I can say, second place is bang up for grabs and I'm definitely going to be signing with the underdog here. Brilliant. Um, RJ, let's come back to you, mate, for Group E uh, because you've You're got... missing me again. Well, the second you, time you, got... you missed me, Harry. Have What's you going on me, here? Have you sent me I'm... a pick for Group E? I said, yes, I have. I said I sent you a parlay. I sent you Tottenham to win Group D and Man City to win Group, group G. Yeah, we're getting out... to the parlays. We're talking oh, about Group E now. No, don't worry about it. Get that in quite quickly. Minus one ten. On. I, just wanted to, I wanted to say one thing about this game, just quickly. quickly. Uh, minus 110, I think it was, around about that price. Tottenham and Man City to win their, their group. The only thing I would say about Tottenham, and, and I'm very strong on Tottenham here, is we have, the fixtures haven't come out who's playing who on the first matches yet. So we don't know who's playing anyone. Tottenham on the, the following week after the first fixtures on that weekend, they play Man City at the Etihad. That, that's a big worry for me in the first game because I, I want them to have a favourable home match. I wouldn't want them to be going to Marseille uh, on the Wednesday or the Tuesday and then play Man City uh, in, a, in a massive game in the Premier League. So that's one thing I would be worried about it. But I did have a Tottenham to win that group and Man City to win their group in a, in a parley. Nice one. Um RJ, let's come back to you, mate, because you've got Milan. So I want to get your thoughts on Milan and then I want to get Daniele's because from what I can see, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm jumping between 101 messages. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think Daniele put Milan to go through. So I'm interested to get the two sides of this argument. Yeah, sure. I can I can kick us off. So, uh, you know, AC Milan at, at plus 300, I, I have them the winner of Group E. Uh, they have a slew of, of, of Chelsea players, right? They got Giroud, Bakayako, uh, Tamori. And I think the bookies are, are a little off with the with the lines here. Um, I don't offhand know what Chelsea was. I'm not looking at the lines at the moment, but I don't see Chelsea winning the group. Um, I don't Chelsea think they minus have... two eighty six, RJ. 
two yeah that, so for me that's i think that's that's quite off um i i don't see chelsea having a consistent goal scoring threat and I just find them too too inconsistent overall. I think they're they're strong defensively. However, I don't think they have the 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 prowess to you know to produce enough goals. I I think they have a good chance to to finish top two, right? I think most would argue that. But I see a surprise here, um, at least in my opinion. I think AC Milan takes the uh, takes uh, Group E. Well, I think AJ, it is it is difficult to understand why Chelsea to win the group is minus two eighty six and Milan to win the group is plus three hundred. I mean, it's such a big difference. Why so big? I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think there's so much difference between the two teams. Okay, Chelsea won the the cup two years ago, and Milan were last year first time in the Champions League after eleven years. I think this time there is a lot of pressure on Milan to qualify from the group opposed compared to last year. Last year, they were in pot four. They were coming into a Champions League for the first time after 11 years. They finished fourth. They gave it a go and everyone was happy. And then, coincidentally, they got knocked out of Europe and won the league. This time, as champions, they have to qualify. And in fact, they have strengthened the team. It's pretty much the same team last year mm-hmm. with the Cataler, with Origi. So it is a young team, a lot of team spirit. You know, it is a great organization that perhaps other teams in this group might not have. Uh, um, will they win the group? I'm not sure uh, because, um, again, uh, the Italian league is going to be very, very competitive. So they're going to be right at the top there fighting for the league. So the rotation might play, uh, you know, might play a part. But uh, yeah, it, it is difficult to see past Chelsea and Milan to qualify. But again, if you have maybe half a unit to spend, put it on Milan to win the group because because the price is so is so good. Uh, the other two teams, you know, Dinamo Zagreb, you know, um, I don't really see having a lot of experience in the Champions League. Although a couple of yeah. a couple of years ago, they did the job on Tottenham with a 3-0 comeback. So uh, be mindful of that. And Salzburg, again, a lot of changes. You know, they, they shipped a lot of players out at the Yemi, Aronson. They bring new players in. Now the new star is Sesco, who's been linked with a lot of uh, Premier League clubs, but, you know, I think there is a golfing class. But, yeah, Milan to win, that could be that could be a nice one, maybe. Interesting, isn't it? It's going to be interesting, as you said, Daniele, to see how Milan cope with the Serie A and the Champions League, because there was a lot of people in Italy that said last season the only reason they won the Serie A was because they didn't have that commitment. And guess the what? League. The previous season, Italy, Inter won the Scudetto and they get knocked out of the Champions League. So, yeah. there is comparisons there. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on to Group F. Let's come to you, Steve, uh, on this one. What have you got for us? I've just realised, Harry, actually, I've got a picking Group C, which we need to go back to at some point. But um, Group uh, F, I actually uh, like Celtic to qualify at plus 450. Now, in a way, I hate this because I do not rate Scottish football. I've got to be brutally honest with you. But there's something about these Celtic, Scottish teams at home on European nights is they are difficult places to go. Celtic Park is, is is one of those gaffes that you just don't like going to. And to be to be fair to Ange uh, Pastor Coglu, he he's got that team firing a lot better since the last time I saw them in Europe, which was against Buda Glimt, actually the Norwegian champions. They got knocked out by them, but this is a soft group, I think. Um, Real Madrid should win it fairly comfortably. Shakhtar Donetsk, they're not even got home advantage right now, have they? They're going to be playing at neutral venues, and then Red Bull Leipzig, who. Every time I see them, they're, they're quite an exciting attacking team. But defensively, you can you can definitely get at Leipzig, in my opinion. And um, Celtic, I, I could see them getting two wins at home against Leipzig and Shakhtar. 
Maybe they might even nick a point against Real Madrid. Who knows? Away from home, they should get a good result against Shakhtar, or at least a draw. And, you know, that will keep them competitive to potentially qualify. I just think the price has sucked me in here. Plus 450 to qualify. Why are they so such a big price con- compared to uh, Leipzig? I don't know. Fair play. The Germans are probably deserving second favourites to make it through. But I just think in terms of value, Celtic are worth, worth a nibble here. Anybody else backing Celtic? It is a good price, isn't it? Personally, no. I, I will add, though, uh, to Steve that you are right. I, I follow the Scottish League. I follow leagues all around the world. And there is something different about when you arrive at the at the fields in Scotland. They, they just have, I don't know if it's the crowd, the home, but they really get uh, they really get strong performances on their on their grounds. We noticed it quickly um, in the uh, in the qualifying rounds with uh, Linfield against Bodo, right? The top side of Norway. Linfield ended up beating Bodo one nothing. Uh, in the Northern Ireland spot, which is obviously a different country than Scotland. But then, you know, when they were on the away side, they they lost seven or eight nothing. So there is something to be said about Celtic possibly stealing, getting a draw or some points here. I can see, obviously, from Shakhtar. I don't see them beating Leipzig or Madrid, but, uh, I you know, I hope they get through. I think yeah. on this one, you have to look at the fixtures as well, because I think Real Madrid are going to win the four games, the first four games easily. Whoever they play the last two games, they have, might have an advantage because Real Madrid might be already qualified, so they can take a point. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I think it's very nice to see Ukrainian teams back in action, but I think it's massively unfair because Shakhtar Donetsk have lost all the best players. All the Brazilian players have gone. Mm-hmm. They've lost the manager since the conflict started. So I don't think they're going to be competitive and they might well finish the group with zero point, which obviously can be an advantage for Shakhtar. And for Leipzig as well, which have strengthened with Raum, with Schlager, with Werner. I know they are winless so far in, in, in the Bundesliga, but you know, with Domenico Tedesco, they've been playing good football. But this could be this could be a very unbalanced group with the team having 15 points and another team Shakhtar probably having zero. Just one other thing about it as well, Harry, is just that I always look at fixtures before, uh, as I mentioned there with the Man City and the Tottenham fixture as well. It's the first old firm game on the 3rd of September, which is two days before they play in the Champions League as well. I always like playing teams that rest players going into Champions League. You know, if you've got a Tottenham and they get there at home to Bournemouth and they can rest Harry Kane and he comes in fresh, uh, when when they go into the big games and have the big games follow him, I think it has a detrimental effect on the on the performances. So that's a word of caution for Celtic and Rangers in their first game that they both play each other on the Sunday before or the Saturday before the uh, the first set of fixtures in the Champions League. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, before we move on, uh, Steve, you mentioned you had a pick in Group C. Sorry to jump around a little bit, but let's go back there just quickly and get your pick uh, from there. Yeah, the pick is Inter to qualify at plus one seventy five, and unlike Danielli, I don't, I don't like, I don't like Barcelona. I, I just think there are, you know, there's a lot of drama around this club at the moment, and um, you, you can't really make head or tail of them at times. And I just feel like the, again, it's the price that sucked me in. Plus 175, Barcelona minus 400 to qualify. I'd rather take a swing at the underdog here. Uh, I think it's quite clear that the other team in the group, Victoria Pilsen, I, they might not even get a point, let's be honest here. Um, maybe one at best. But um, uh, do I trust Barcelona? No, I don't. And Inter did quite well last year in the Champions League. It took, I think, Liverpool to knock them out. It was quarterfinals, wasn't it? They're no mugs at all. Um, you know, Barcelona, Barcelona might completely prove me wrong. And they'd be brilliant in this group, but at the moment I'm I'm willing to to go against them. So plus one is one seventy five. It just stood out to me as a good price for Inter to qualify. You, you know what, Steve? I think if Inter plays Barcelona early in the fixtures 
they have a good chance because I think Barcelona are a good team, but they're still finding a structure, especially the back three defense. I'm not quite convinced. The later they play them, the more difficult it could be for Inter. But you know, it's not crazy to think Inter could could finish second. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Group G, Daniele, let's kick it off. Uh, with you, you've got a pick uh, from this group, and I, I think this one makes a lot of sense. Tell us about it. Look, I think this is a group where Man City are going to score a lot of goals, similar to to, to Real Madrid. They're going to qualify with two games to spare. But I like Sevilla. I find Sevilla to qualify a decent price, minus 118. Uh, I know they had some issues in the transfer market. You know, they lost both the centre-backs, Diego Carlos and Kunde. But they got a good structure there and a good manager. You know, Europa League winners three years ago. Interesting to see Itzko playing alongside Papu Gomez. So, you know, some quality going forward. And, um, yeah, it's a team that uh, often does well when he plays, uh, he plays at home. Do they have a goal scorer, though? El Niziri. I'm not sure if he can score a lot of goals. Sometimes he scores big goals, but not, not a lot of goals. And we Borussia Dortmund have got a stuttering start at the, in, the, in, in the Bundesliga. Haller injury is a problem, obviously, for them. I think they're going to improve. But if you really have to pick somebody to qualify second, you could go for Sevilla minus 118, I think. Nigel, anything to add on Group G? I know you've got City no, as part No, I've just got that City and Tottenham parlay. Um, nothing really to add. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm treading careful. I want to watch a few games and then have my bets, but uh, I think I don't see anything past Tottenham and Manchester City to, qual- uh, to win their group. So, do, Group D and Group G parlay. Uh, Tottenham and City minus one hundred and five. I think is brilliant. Let's move on then uh, to Group H. Uh, who wants to take this one? Um, who wants to start off on this one? Because I don't think, and I'm just scrolling through it once again. I don't think anybody um, has gone with an outright pick basically on this group because. It is a tough group to call. I guess I'll start with Steve. I'll get the, the kind of PSG view and then we'll go to Daniele for the, the kind of Juve uh, angle as well. I was really close to actually taking Benfica to qualify from this group, but I don't really know enough about them. I've got to be brutally honest. Uh, or I don't even know really if Juventus are there to be taken on. So I, I thought I'll tread carefully. I'm expecting a lot of group goals in this group. Um, and one of the main reasons for that is because Maccabi Haifa, I've seen quite a lot of them. Uh, in the qualifier. I know you have RJ, you'll back me up here, actually. They just gung-ho attack, aren't they? They have no defence at all. They've got one plan and they're going to have a lot of fun in this group and try and, you know, have, score a few goals themselves, but they can't defend. So I'm expecting a lot of overs in this group, apart from maybe PSG, Juventus. Um, PSG should win it easily. Um, but one thing I say about PSG, they are taking this competition so seriously, they will they will really will make sure they win the group. They'll be putting everything. So they won't be resting players towards the end um, that much and they have so many egos in the team I don't think players want to be rested they want to be racking up the stats and the numbers so I'm fully expecting them maybe even to to grab five wins out of six I suppose you can't really expect them to go to Italy and win necessarily but um, yeah it's an intriguing one because uh, Benfica did catch my eye they've looked quite good in qualifying as well but I don't really know enough about Benfica they're a dangerous side, aren't they, Daniele Benfica? One that if you sleep on them, they could catch you out. But Juve's start to the season has been heavily criticised, hasn't it? Lots of questions around Allegri. What do you make of their chances of getting through? Look, I think Juventus will scrape it, but they won't, they won't qualify in a good fashion. To be fair, Juventus to qualify is minus 182, not worth it. Benfica to qualify is plus 110, 
could be intriguing, but I think Juventus will scrape it. However, the Juventus we saw four days ago playing a nil-nil draw in Genoa against Sampdoria doesn't make it out of the group. I don't think it makes it in the top three either because they were apathetic. They were nothing, creating nothing, being unable to play through the middle, not creating chances. Very difficult to see Juventus scoring a lot of goals unless the star players come back. However, here there is a big caveat. The first three games of this group, Juventus might still be without Di Maria. They will be for sure without Chiesa. They will still be without Pogba. So basically, it's the same team as last season, plus Kostic. Not enough to trouble any of these uh, three sides. By the way, this is an easy group because we got two teams who came to the group via the, the preliminary rounds, Benfica and Maccabi Haifa. But do not underestimate Benfica. Although, of course, without Darwin Nunez, they are a different team. Now they got David Neres, who they got from Shakhtar. He has to fill his boots. It is a bit of an aging team at Benfica, but very, very experienced. Let's not forget what they did to Ajax last season when Ajax were flying. Um, you know, uh, Maccabi Haifa, they done the job on Red Star Belgrade. I didn't expect that. They are a very physical team. They could pose a question or two to Juventus, especially if they defend deep. And Juventus finds it difficult to break it through the middle. But again, the, the pick here is no pick because uh, th- th- there is no value really on, on PSG winning the groups or Juventus to qualify. But uh, watch it carefully, especially when the when the fixtures come out, who Juventus played the first three weeks and you might make up your mind. Yeah, indeed. Um, let's move on then to the top goal scorer. Always an interesting market. We'll come to you, Nigel. Um, I know you've got a few players that you're looking at. Talk to us about them. Well, my main pick is uh, the guy who won it last year, Benzema, at uh, thirteen to one. Best price again in the industry with Bet Rivers. I mean, he's, he's Ballon d'Or winner. He's going to be the he's the man main man for years and years and years. He played second fiddle behind Ronaldo and other great players at Real Madrid, and now he is the main man uh, at the Bernab- at the Bernabeu. So, um, I think that he represents some great value here when you consider the group they're in as well. I mean, Real Madrid's group. Uh, you would expect them to score lots of goals. I mean, Celtic Real Madrid will be a, probably a three and a half goal game. I would have thought, especially at, uh, in Spain, Leipzig uh, against Real Madrid will definitely be a three and a half goal game because Leipzig are involved in very very high scoring matches. And the Shakhtar Donetsk game at home, well, Real Madrid are going to probably be what two and three quarter favourites, maybe three goal favourites to win that game. So they're going to be very very high scoring games. The, the bookies are going to have them in for big, big high-scoring games. And when they're in high-scoring games, he's going to be the main man to score. They're going to be heavy favourites at home in all three of those games. There isn't like a match like the, the Barcelona group where there's some tight games or the Napoli group where Liverpool are in with tight games. So I've got to look at the group section. And that's why I feel that this this tournament, this this will be won. If you look at World Cups, you always look for the players who've got the easiest group. And, and I think Benzema and also obviously taking penalties as well. I think that really helps. And the other one, if I'm going to go for Tottenham to win it and I'm going to go for Tottenham to do well, we can't rule out Harry Kane and, and Son, can we? I mean, Son hasn't been given the credit that he deserves, in my opinion, here in the betting. I mean, he doesn't take penalties, but he's a, such an underrated player. He hasn't had a great start to the Premier League, but the goals will come. But he's 35 to 1. He was the top goal scorer in the Premier League last season. He's 35 to 1 in a, in a Tottenham side that has got a very, very easy group. So I think I've got to throw in Son and Kane uh, as well. So I've got three there to pick. But Benzema would be my, my top pick at 13. 15 goals last year. I think it was a, was that a record. I think, was that a record in the in the, in the Premier League? Uh, I think it was a record in the Champions League last season. But he won, he won it with 15 goals. 
they've got a very easy group. They're defending champions. Three very high-scoring games at home. Benzema, 13. Harry Kane, 20. And Son at 35. RJ, let's come to you, mate. Yeah, so my my uh, top goal scorer is going to be uh, Kylian Mbappe, PSG, at plus 600. Uh, like like Nigel said, you know, something that I considered was looking at the group that they were in, right? And and as as Steve said, uh, Maccabi Haifa, I can honestly see PSG winning 7 nothing, 8 nothing. I mean, I, I've watched Haifa. I, I took the over Red Star uh, against them. They don't defend well at all against, um, you know, much stronger opponents and uh, domestically they're, they're strong, obviously, right. They're here for a reason, but uh, the only, you know, concern I have with, with, with Mbappe is um, the talent around him, right. Neymar, Messi, there's, there's a lot of goals to be had in that team. And uh, the distribution is, is something that I, you know, am slightly concerned about, but at, at plus 600 um, his form and, and I think his mindset, uh, especially since the, the last couple of years, have, have, they've had some failures. I, I think he's going to have a good chance to uh, take the golden boot, right? Simple as that. Steve, on the top goal scorer market? I've got two. I've got Mbappe as well and also Victor Ozyman. But uh, going back to Mbappe, I, re- I mean, I think he could he could have six or seven goals after the group stage. And you could get those against Maccabi High for a loan. Um, they're, they're that bad defensively. But is there a bigger man in world football that's got a bigger ego, sorry, than Mbappe? Like this man just, he'd probably rather win the Golden Boot than win the Champions League. He's uh, hes obsessed about getting his stats up there. He's probably going to play in all the games. They're more likely to rest Neymar and, and Messi than, than Kylian Mbappe. He's on the penalties. We know that. He's part of his contract. And... Um, yeah, I can't really add too much more to RJ there. I've gone with Victor Osimhen for half a unit at uh, Napoli. Now, let's hope he actually stays at the club. He's linked with Man United, but I think they'd have to pay huge money for him. Um, I really rate this striker. I think he's a cracking striker. Got a great finish on him. And I actually think there's going to be more goals in that group than you think. Liverpool can be got at defensively at the moment. Uh, Ajax uh, are always quite an offensive team. And, well, to be fair, Rangers will just park the bus, won't they, in their away games. But um, I think Osimhen... I think Napoli can qualify. We all think they can qualify from the group. So it gives them into the last 16. Get a nice draw there. Might make the quarterfinals. You don't necessarily have to make the semi-final or final to, to win this uh, golden boot. You know, I think you've probably got to reach the quarters in fairness. But, um, you know, you can get a good run for your money by some by someone in a club that doesn't necessarily go as deep as the final. Indeed. Uh, interesting. Kylian Mbappe could become the first uh, sporting director to win the golden boot, couldn't he? Uh, the way things are going. Uh, Taniele, let's come to you, mate, on the uh, goal scorer market. Well, when you look at goal scorer, you have to think around uh, 13, 14 goals mark. That's what happened in the last 10 seasons. Average goals, top goal scorer, 13.4. Set out seven out of 10 times, the top goal scorer also won the trophy. So normally the team that wins the trophy has got a, the, the guy who scored most of the goal. That makes sense. But this could be the exception, remember, because it's the World Cup year. So anything could change. But, you know, Haaland, my pick is Haaland. I know is the favorite, plus 300. Because I think he's going to score a lot of goals in the group stage. I don't think Guardiola is going to rotate him in the in the Champions League because that's why they bought him. And he doesn't play the World Cup. So he's got that advantage of being rested when it comes February, March. And perhaps other players might be injuries. You know, you, you never know. But this is, this is obviously, that's why is the bookie's favorite, a plus 300. But you have 
if, if I had to pick someone else, obviously, Nigel mentioned Benzema, which I back as well, because he's got an easy group. You could go for Mane, for Sadio Mane. He's off to a flying start in Bundesliga, already scored three goals, so he seemed to play in a team that really accommodates his skills. He's a plus 900 and will face the, one of the lowest-ranked teams in this Champions League, which is Victoria Pölzen. Now, Victoria Pölzen doesn't really belong perhaps to Champions League. You know, they rarely make it to the, to the group. In the 2018-2019, the last time they played in the Champions League, they conceded 16 goals in the in the group stages. So it's almost then two goals per game. You could imagine Mane to score a couple against them and then carry them into the knockout stage. So these are my picks, you know. But, you know, my, 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 my first pick and my only pick, really, it's Haaland, the plus 300. Brilliant. Um, anything else to add from anyone on this season's at UEFA Champions League group stage in our future show here. I'll take the silence. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm, I'm done with my bets. Um, I think that we need to really be careful and then really go in heavy after the World Cup. I think we'll have a completely different opinion of this oh, competition of mm-hmm. when we see what players come out. If Harry Kane lifts that trophy, which which isn't going to happen, I'm going to show you. <laughs> but if it does, my Tottenham dreams are over. So uh, I think it all, we have to wait and see the World Cup because I think that's going to have such an importance. So, so all, from all the advice in here, I would I would keep those bets relatively small now, and then we'll have a recap uh, uh, when when we get to that after the World Cup competition, and then probably go in a lot more heavily when we see the what 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 the players come through at the end of that tournament. Absolutely, absolutely. Lots of football still to be played. Very much looking forward to it. Of course, the Champions League kicks off in a matter of days, pretty much just over a week, I guess. Uh, But yeah, it is just around the corner. Make sure you are subscribed uh, to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. Make sure you're following all our handicappers on their handles in the description, as well as making sure you're following the app because we win handle where you can get uh, pre-game and in-play picks as well from all of the team. Uh, Be sure to subscribe if you're listening on the audio platforms and leave the podcast a review and we'll be back very, very soon with some more Champions League content. Until next time, take care. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.